everyone. Welcome back to Jumpstart. My name is Kim Venegas, and in today's episode, we'll talk about how to move students through the intervention process more quickly and with better outcomes. It's mid-January. Teachers are beginning to panic with students that are not making progress through their classroom interventions. As students fall farther behind, they may begin acting out. Most often with response to intervention, RTI, or multi-tiered system of supports, MTSS, students and teachers must work through two cycles of interventions, typically about six weeks long, then meet again to discuss if those interventions were effective in moving the student forward. At its best, these protocols can identify the gap in a student's learning quickly, provide an intervention to move the student forward, and consider this a success. Early intervention is best, so let's make that first meeting more productive. When bringing a student to RTI or MTSS, we often hear comments that students are not reading at grade level, they have the lowest score on their reading assessment or math seems difficult for them, or they can't keep up with their classmates. While important, these comments are vague. They don't get to the nitty gritty of what the student can and cannot do. From Dr. Ross Green, green with an E at the end, author of Lost at School and Lost and Found, I learned about identifying lagging skills. Instead of vague comments, we find the heart of the problem. For example, is the student having difficulty counting from one to 20? Difficulty making one-to-one correspondence with objects to 20? Difficulty naming beginning sounds? Difficulty tracing lines and shapes, letters and numbers? Difficulty matching the written letters or symbols of M, N, and B, and P to their sounds. As an advocate for my students, I want effective interventions that match the specific difficulty a student is having. It takes more time to go deeper. It takes one-on-one time to go deeper. But if we are more detailed in the beginning, I believe, as Dr. Green says, that we can support our students more effectively. There is a developmental pathway for learning. Bringing a student up to RTI or MTSS, we often talk about strengths. Of course, it's important to mention that these are kind students, helpful students, and that they give their best effort. Academically, we need to know what can they do. Where are they at their development of sounds and letters, words and comprehension? Where are they on the continuum of one-to-one correspondence to adding, subtracting, multiplying, and understanding the language of story problems? This is personal for me. I have a son identified with an intellectual disability. Years ago, even before fall conferences, I'd received a few phone calls from his kindergarten teacher. The calls were about behavior and we were taken off guard, completely surprised. Our son was stepping on other students' feet, pushing papers off his desk, crying off and on, and having trouble completing work. They suggested he repeat kindergarten. After all, he was the baby of the family. Please never imply to a parent that a child's ability or lack of is due to his or her birth order. As a mother of four sons, birth order predictions can truly be misleading. Reflecting on this now, that was not a reason that he should repeat kindergarten. We were told he had trouble completing work that other students could do easily. I called his preschool teacher and told her about his behavior. She couldn't believe it. She still... You know, I still remember her raising her voice like, Jordan, really? She'd never seen this behavior. She remembered him struggling with fine motor skills of writing and using scissors. 
This preschool was a school in name only. It was a corporate daycare center, no occupational therapists or other specialists. In the second year of kindergarten, all we knew was that our son was struggling. Nothing specific. It seemed to be across the day, math, reading, even art. When I thanked his kinder teacher for her teaching at the end of the year, telling her how much of a better year it was for Jordan, she told me, well, he'll, he'll still have a difficult time. So I was still getting vague answers. First grade, nothing changed. Our son was further behind and even less interested in going to school. His stuttering had increased. When we met for conferences, the teacher couldn't pinpoint why Jordan struggles. She only said that sometimes he has trouble focusing, staying on task, fidgety, wiggly. This was the most specific behavior we'd heard about. Maybe this was impacting his learning? So, off to the pediatrician we go, returning home with, what else? A medication to help him focus. Second grade. Three years after his first days in kindergarten, he's evaluated by the special education team. Very behind performing at a kindergarten level at the age of eight. We always will wonder instead if someone at school, an interventionist or a teacher's assistant had gone deeper with Jordan and discovered and named his lagging skills, they may likely have intervened with differentiated work at his level. Though we have no way of being sure, I believe completing work at his level would have been much better for him developmentally and may have prevented his behavior and focus issues. I am not in any way saying that his eventual diagnosis of an intellectual disability would have been cured, but I do believe his behavior and his approach to school, his attitude during the school day would have been much more improved. Wouldn't this have been much more helpful than uh, he is having trouble keeping up with his classmates or math seems hard for him or this one, he scored lower than all the other students. These were vague responses to my question of how can I help? What does he need? I was a parent, not yet a teacher. I needed clarity and direction to help my youngest child. Every day of my teaching career has been a busy one. There is no blame intended on my son's teachers. At that time, he's now 30, RTI and MTSS hadn't been designed or created yet as an in-between path before having students evaluated for special ed. Every day of your teaching life is just as busy. I dare say it's more so. But someone has to get to the nitty-gritty of what is preventing the learning. So where do we begin our instruction? We must make efforts to find the lagging skills that seem out of step with students their own age. We must ask for help in differentiating instruction for all students. Teachers need support from speech-language therapists, occupational therapists, physical therapists, counselors, behavior specialists, and early interventionists. We must support our students from the earliest time. Otherwise, their difficulties and lagging skills continue through the grades and students become even more behind. Ask for help. People say we wear many hats, but helper is the most important. We can only help our students as others help us and provide resources for us. Thanks for listening. Follow and share with a fellow teacher. See you next time.